0: Zach Cassian is returning to hockey. Find out why he decided to cut his retirement short. Also, the Oilers don't need to add a top six winger because they already have someone who can hop up into the top six in the lineup and stay there. Listen to today's episode to find out more. Welcome. This is Striking Oil, the podcast where you get daily news, rumors, and opinions from a fan-turned journalist about your favorite team, the Edmonton Oilers. My name is Caleb Kearney, and by day and night, I am a beat writer covering the Edmonton Oilers for the Hockey News. We are now in the All-Star break, so things, you know, people fans are going to have to keep themselves busy with reading the latest rumors and all that sort of thing, taking a look at, you know, where their favorite players are going on vacation, all that sort of thing. And I have some of that kind of news here for you today. Uh, but before we get into the meat of the show, just a couple quick housekeeping items. Please like this video on YouTube. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel, Striking Oil Podcast is what it's called. Please subscribe on all your podcast platforms, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and- Apple Podcasts, and share with your friends who like to hear about the Edmonton Oilers. Also, a small announcement. I am working on something exciting that I will reveal to everyone in the next couple of days, so stay tuned for more information on that. Now, I have three things that I want to cover in today's podcast. I am two minutes into recording now, so I have 13 minutes to talk. First thing, the Seattle Kraken put Devin Shore on waivers. Should the Oilers claim him? No, 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 just no. Okay, there's a couple of reasons, but the biggest one is forward depth for the bottom six. The Oilers are good there. The Oilers are good in their bottom six. If they need any help, it's in their top six. And I have more on my thoughts on that. Uh, further along in the podcast. So, you know, stay tuned for what I think about the top six. But as far as the bottom six goes, I think everyone that they have is solid uh, to the point where, you know, Gagne and Ernie aren't even playing. Ernie got sent down. So they have a lot of depth. And I would take Ernie over shore. So it doesn't make sense. Oilers aren't going to do it. Let's move on. The big, the big news. I'll get the big news done, and then I'll head on down to my opinion afterwards. Zach Cassian is once again lacing up the skates. He's coming out of retirement, and he is gonna play in the Chechia Men's League for HC Sparta Praha. I don't know if I'm saying that correctly, but That's what I'm seeing, and that's my best educated guess, so that's what I'm going with. Now, I couldn't find any contract details, so I will push into that a little bit more. My first inclination is that it's a one-year deal, so a rest-of-the-season type of a contract. I'll try to confirm later. Uh, I do have a piece coming out on Zach Cassian on the Hockey News Edmonton Oilers team site, so look out for that. If you're listening to this you, tomorrow on Tuesday or whatever, it's probably already going to be out. So just head on over uh, to that site to check it out. And that's uh, thehockeynews.com slash NHL Edmonton Oilers. This past summer, Cassian was bought out by the Arizona Coyotes. and After that, he agreed to a PTO with the Anaheim Ducks, which ultimately didn't result in a contract, okay? And once that happened, he announced his retirement. Now, there's a lot of little things going on, but basically his agent was contacted by this team in Chechia and agreed to a contract, okay? They're looking forward to what he can bring uh, to the team. Uh, He still needs to get into game shape, uh, but he's going to be ready when playoffs start. I didn't check the dates to find out when exactly playoffs start for them. But that's, uh, that's essentially uh, when he's probably going to get into, get into games. Okay. Um, He's ready to put on his work boots and get started, get into uh, a rhythm and just play. Okay. So super happy for Cassian that he gets to uh, continue on his playing career somewhere. You know, he was a fan favorite, but you could tell that as far as the NHL was concerned, he's kind of losing his step a little bit. And maybe this return uh, to professional hockey elsewhere is the best thing for him. There's a lot of ex-NHLers that go over to Europe and play for several years after. Uh, Tyler Ennis was uh, another former Oiler who's over there uh, making his presence felt. Um, Ty Ratty was also there somewhere. I don't know exactly where, but overseas playing. So uh, congrats, Kaskin, and best of luck to you in the future. Now, the Oilers could sure use a top six forward, or at least that's what a bunch of uh, insiders are postulating uh, when it comes to the Oilers. Now, in my personal opinion, that top six forward, the Oilers just signed a week ago with Corey Perry. I know I know it's a hot take for some people. It's a hot take, but hear me out. Okay. First of all, I was there watching the game in Nashville. I was watching specifically. I was watching Evander Vander Kane and Corey Perry. I was comparing them. I was like, okay, Kane and Perry, they have pretty similar styles they bring similar qualities uh, to their lines and to uh, the Oilers team in general. So how did these two compare to each other? Now, As far as ice time goes, they were within a minute of each other, okay? So that's, like, so Perry played, like, I think, like, 12 minutes and 44 seconds, and I think Kane played, like, 13 and a half minutes. I don't have the numbers directly in front of me, so I cannot confirm that those are the numbers, but I know that Kane did play a bit more than Perry, which makes sense. Ultimately, though, similar... Similar ice times in that regard. Now, as far as I'm concerned, Perry played a fantastic game. Okay, I think I predicted that he would play around 12 minutes in his first game. And that's essentially what happened. So kudos to me for predicting correctly. Um, All that being said, I thought he looked fantastic. Great, great hands, especially around the net, like just smooth. The way he handles the puck is just smooth. Fantastic puck skills, way better puck skills than Evander Kane for my money. And in my opinion, okay, hopefully that isn't too much of a hot take. But in my opinion, if you're looking, if the Oilers are looking at improving their top six, Perry, Perry's the way to go. You get Kane on the third line, whatever that looks like, or even Kane and Perry with dry sidle. I think that could be a really effective line down low. The only thing really missing from that line would be speed. And Dreisaitl would need to step up and provide that uh, for that line. And then you have like a, a McLeod, Holloway, Fogle third line with a Hyman, McDavid, Nuge first line. That could be pretty dangerous. But I would want one of Holloway, McLeod, or Fogle on that second line and take Kane and put him on the third line. Now, would Kane be happy about that? Probably not. But this isn't about Evander Kane. This is about the Edmonton Oilers and what is best for them to get into the playoffs and go as far as possible in the playoffs. That's it for today. Leave a comment and let me know what kind of content you would like to see and hear from this podcast. If you are new to this podcast, please subscribe to the pod, whatever platform you choose. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Amazon Music are the most popular places to get it. Follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Threads. Links to all that in the show notes. Check out the Hockey News Edmonton Oilers team site to read the latest articles from me. That link will also be in the show notes. And Remember, it's not a game day unless the Oilers play. See you next time.